Okay. Today, our guest is Caroline Van Buskirk. She is a channel development manager at NetApp, where she specializes in channel sales and marketing. And I first noticed her on LinkedIn, where she makes really cool uh, content, not the kind of thing you usually see on LinkedIn. So Caroline, thank you so much for joining us today on the show. Absolutely, Andrew. Thank you for having me. And thanks for reaching out. You know, LinkedIn is a great you know, connection tool as well. So that's how we connected. So I appreciate you uh, reaching out. Yeah, my pleasure. I mean, when I started really using LinkedIn um, over the last, I'd say three or four months, I was just blown away at how generous a community it is. People just give and give and give to one another. And it's really inspired me to do the same. So uh, when people reach out, I try to be generous with my time and my expertise. Uh, and uh, I encourage anyone listening to do that because I'm happy to help. And I think it's a really cool place. It's not like any other social media platform. Definitely not. So I saw you earlier this week post uh, a Valentine's Day video with two of you. It caught my <laughs> eye and, and uh, stopped me from scrolling. And, you know, that's the name of the game with, uh, with LinkedIn. So how did you get into uh, making these fun videos on, on LinkedIn? Yeah, uh, absolutely. So I think I, you know, I started this past December posting content. I wanted to create short, fun videos that were both educational Originally, I'm, you know, targeting our partners and customers, but it's really, truly anybody out there on LinkedIn, which it's had a really wide reach. And so I think that I kind of saw other people making some short videos and I thought, well, you know, that's cool. And that's something different that got me to stop as well. So I was trying to figure out how I could take it and make it my own and, and do some of my own short videos. So that's how I really got started in December. That's cool. So it was really just getting started in December because that's when you popped up for me. I saw um, one of your holiday countdown videos was you're in the backseat of a car. And again, stop me from scrolling because <laughs> I was just not expecting to see that on LinkedIn. And so, you know, it's this very like humanizing content uh, that was just unexpected in the context. And that's what we see over and over at Incentive Pilot and in the marketing programs, you know, we've experienced at big enterprises and in the channel that just doing something a little bit different really helps you stand out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I When you said that, I actually forgot. I was like, I was in a car for one. Um, <laughs> it was the front seat, but yes, I was in the front okay. seat of my car and uh, it was cold, but I had to make sure to put the top down and figure out a way to cram everything inside one of those vertical recording screens for TikTok. And actually, I hadn't downloaded TikTok until that day or the day before. So um, I think I did it in like two tries. And so yeah, I just, I got started and I started teaching myself because it seems easy. You know, you see these videos online and you're like, oh, I can easily do that. You know, no problem. Those, those content creators online, you know, whether it's Instagram, TikTok or something else, you think it's pretty easy. But, um, you know, a lot of the videos actually take well, the holiday series that I did took a lot of hours of recording, editing. I wanted to add some subtitles on as well. And so that takes quite a bit of time. And I have a lot of respect for people who are regularly creating content and trying to come up with different creative ideas on, on any side, any sort of platform, really. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think there's more overhead than, than people think about. So uh, for folks who didn't see it, can you describe the holiday countdown and uh, what it was? Yeah, sure. So I really wanted to challenge myself and I'm always writing down different ideas of 
fun things that I think I could do for our partners. And so one of the ideas that I jotted down was, hey, how could I create a virtual advent calendar of sorts? So growing up, I used to always look forward to, you know, tearing off the different day or opening the box of chocolates, whatever it was for the calendar. And I thought, how cool would that be to do a short little video with a little bit of content in it and something fun? So I was thinking about it actually the last week of November, so right around Thanksgiving, I said, that would be really cool to do if I could accomplish something like that and post every day leading up to the holidays. Um, And sure enough, December 1st rolls around and I thought, wow, if I'm going to start this, I I guess I have to start today. So I recorded the first one with a virtual background with some holiday background. And then the second one, I was in the city for some meetings. And so it kind of morphed into you know, counting down each day and people really liked the, you know, the content in New York City. So I kept that theme going and it really kind of just morphed into this thing of uh, counting down the holidays, talking about NetApp and talking about some fun facts too with wherever I was at in the environment and recording from the seat of a car too for one of the, sometimes there was a few random ones thrown in there. I was figuring it out as I went and recording the content day by day. There were some days that I didn't post until four o'clock because I was trying to do my regular work. And I was like, Oh, no, I have to create a video today. Still, I haven't done it. So um, it, it was a lot to juggle, but it was very rewarding and very fun to produce and create. Yeah, I'm glad you had fun. And it came across in in the videos, you know, you could tell you were genuinely having fun. I think that's part of what made, you know, made folks connect with it and made it engaging was that you were genuinely enjoying yourself. And I love that you were doing it, you know, on the fly. I, I think it's great because so much of the stuff, you know, in, in the big enterprise world where, where you and I hang out, it's very polished, um, you know, and, and stuff that has been thought about and planned about and executed over the course of like six to eight months or a year or a year and a half. And so by the time it like reaches the end user, it feels like it's been a year and a half since it was, you know, first talked about. And so, you know, there's something that's like a breath of fresh air with the spontaneity of kind of the daily produced content and to see you're having so much fun with it. And also it kind of violated your expectations. You know, I'm seeing you in New York city. I'm like, Oh, where's she going to be tomorrow? It's like, Oh, she's in her car. You know? So there's the, it added, uh, you know, just a layer of, uh, of a genuine human experience and, um, you know, uh, improvisation, which is funny because, uh, later today I'm recording with, uh, Chris Bogue, who's all about improvisation. So you guys are perfect guests to, uh, have on the same day, but, um, you know, you had fun and that's great. It's hard sometimes to jump in and say, you know what, today I, I'm not going to make it to the city and this isn't going to match the other ones. And am I, you know, are these, are these videos really working? You know, did you have any of those kind of misgivings or, or, you know, self-consciousness putting this together? Uh, absolutely. And for the record, there were two days of content that I missed. And so here I am like, I'm not going to get around to recording something or I don't have an idea for today. And so, yeah, you're, you're a little bit disappointed and And then you're like, well, do people even care? And, you know, when I didn't post, people would, uh, a couple of people that knew me would reach out and be like, I I missed your video today. So, you know, it was cool to see that people actually were paying attention. And, but yeah, you felt a little down on yourself when you couldn't gather an idea together, or I just wasn't thinking of, hey, what do I want to post today? Um, And so I, I definitely felt like that 
throughout the process. And, and I wasn't going to post on the weekend. So for the record, I only did Monday through Friday, uh, especially nobody's really hanging out on LinkedIn on the weekends anyways, nor should they be. Um, but yeah, so definitely, you know, it was a hard process of, you know, just is anybody going to even care about this? Putting yourself out there um, and just recording yourself also, you know, I hadn't done any kind of uh, anything like that on social media before. So that was new for me too. And just kind of being vulnerable, you know, to showing your personality and trying to get a, a message across through a screen is, is difficult. But I think that's the kind of the challenge that I wanted. And it's been rewarding and something that I want to continue to create social content, you know, for partners, for customers, for people to, like you said, like stop scrolling and um, also brighten their day and just have a little bit different aspect apart from that wonderfully created, you know, really nice polished content, just something spontaneous, like you mentioned earlier, I think is um, kind of the secret sauce sometimes to some of these videos. I think it is. And, you know, when you and I first connected a couple of weeks ago, you mentioned something I hadn't really thought about. You know, we were talking about the shift of humanizing content and how in the big B2B space, we're, you know, seeing more of this, but we're also seeing just a signal that it's really working. You're getting a ton of engagement. Folks like you are getting a ton of engagement. And you mentioned, um, you know, that the pandemic has totally shifted our perspective of, our peers and the people in our world, because we've been forced to confront the fact that we're human beings with, you know, lives and families and human being problems along with, you know, cloud problems. Exactly. Yeah. It's, you have to realize that people don't always have 15, 20, even 30 minutes to watch some, some great content out there that has been created um, and maybe there's some people that enjoy content in shorter formats, which we're seeing on social platforms. You just have to understand that people are so busy and maybe a 30 second video or a one minute video is going to get a great point across just as much as, you know, not as in depth, but sometimes just as much as a longer video. So exactly. People are busy in their everyday lives. And so just being aware of that, um, I think helps because we don't always realize that we're creating this content, but people might not have the time to watch it. So that's uh that's also a good thing to to think about too. Absolutely and just the ability to connect with them and stay top of mind, you know, we're all inundated with information. There's a lot going on and so if you can make that real human connection in a a short little snippet of time then you're back uh, on their radar and and kind of back in their universe which is cool, but making that human connection, you know, really just took you having the courage to put together these videos and, and bounce back from the days off. And I think it's really cool. Can you tell us kind of, uh, you know, the engagement you experienced? I mean, I saw the posts blowing up, but what was the difference you noticed in kind of your day-to-day -day interactions, you know, before and after? Absolutely. So I did put together a whole spreadsheet to track, you know, likes, views, comments, reshares, because I was really interested to see, you know, what that engagement before and after was going to be. Um, I think from overall total views, I was just around 30,000 views on all combined on all 16 videos that I created, which was really great. You know, I think I had posted some articles here and there before online and, you know, had very minimal engagement. Um, so I definitely saw a huge increase in that. Now that doesn't include views that of the reshared videos. So LinkedIn isn't able to track those numbers. So I always like to think I, I had an even wider reach. It's cool to think about is 
you know, how many more uh, views did I possibly get on these videos? But yeah, I had 57 reshares out of all the videos, you know, from colleagues and some other people as well. I think I even had partners reshare some of the uh, certain videos. So I definitely saw um, before, you know, little engagement on social media, I'd comment on things here and there. But afterwards, you know, I've had a lot of partners mention to me every time I just start a call. Um, everybody, whether it's a coworker or partner has been sharing great feedback on how it really made their day. They love the videos and just some of the stuff I'm sharing is, is really great information as well. So, um, you know, just from a level of that, I've seen that my partners have been engaged, which was definitely the goal of these short videos was how can I make it fun and increase engagement for my partners? And they've been watching because like I said, for a whole month, that's all that I heard every call that I started is that people were watching them and they really, really loved them. So it was cool to see that. And, and absolutely, you know, I got the views. I set a goal for myself of I really wanted 25,000 views out of all the videos. And I was able to surpass that. And I even thought that 25,000 was was pretty lofty, you know, coming from somebody who didn't have a huge engagement or wasn't posting regularly to kind of get that reach that you wanted. Anyways, I was really going from, um, you know, just very small engagement levels and regular, probably what most people are doing on LinkedIn is, you know, scrolling, seeing, maybe reading something and commenting here and there um, to really trying to increase my engagement. But so I was very happy with that. And and, uh, you know, I just want to continue to see where the engagement can go and, and how I can continue to create that content, like I said. But it was it was kind of night and day for engagement before and after, at least from from a LinkedIn perspective. That's really cool. And it's, it's amazing you tracked it. And I mean, congratulations. That's a lofty goal if you're not really that active on LinkedIn prior. I mean, that's a, well, a lofty goal. And then it turns out it wasn't a lofty goal. You crushed it. Yeah, no, it was it was cool to see that. So I, I didn't even know if that was within the realm of something I could accomplish. But I just picked a number that I thought was doable. And yeah, it was great to see. So um, and I've continued to I think you've sent like post a couple more videos. And those are showing even more engagement than some of the December videos. So I think I'm seeing that, you know, now people are, you know, I gained followers, I gained new connections. And it's, it's getting a wider reach now to the, the later videos that I'm now producing. So, um, that's always exciting. So you, it sounds like you had to learn a lot because you were diving into this totally fresh. And so you were editing, you were doing subtitles, you're coming up with ideas, you know, I'm sure you've had a crash course in, in making content, you know, what, what do you think is the biggest thing you learned or what was your biggest takeaway? Let's see. The biggest takeaway is I think just the amount of effort that goes into these videos and the prep work. You know, I, uh, I'd i like to think that I can just talk off the cuff about any solution and product, but I definitely would write out a small um, bullet points in my mind and on, on paper of what I wanted to say, because you want to also, I was trying to keep each video, at least on the holiday countdown to under a minute, try and keep it short and sweet. But if you want to say something succinctly, you know, you have to make sure that you know what you're going to say and kind of be prepared to do that as well. And so um, I'd say, yeah, one of the hardest parts was just trying to figure that out. I didn't realize until halfway through creating my videos that I would shoot them on my phone, you know, nothing fancy, just um, on my phone. I bought a $15 tripod from Amazon so I could film them myself. But I didn't realize that when I would then send them to my email so that I could download them and edit them on my laptop, that the quality was being significantly degraded. 
And that was something that I just didn't know. I thought that it was going to be sent at the same quality. So, and I thought it was because I was recording it on just a phone that, you know, eventually it kind of looked a little grainy. So about halfway through creating the videos, I realized I could use, you know, we transfer, send a, a high, a high file, a um, high resolution document, download that. And it really made a difference. Like I, I started really wanting the quality to be, to be there as well on the videos, even though they're casual, um, I still wanted things crisp and clear. And so that was something that I realized halfway through, I just learned a lot of different, you have to get used to whatever editing software you want to use. And so you have to get used to using the editing software, making sure um, the volume sounds good and everything. You know, I did have a microphone because it can be really loud in New York City and many places. And funny story, I was going to go home for the holidays um, a couple of days before Christmas, work from home there. And so I needed to shoot my last few videos. So I go out into New York City, I shoot five videos, and then I come back um, and I'm like, great, I'm going to start editing these, putting them together. And I realized that my microphone wasn't working, wasn't functioning for any of the videos. So I actually uh, made myself go back the next day, even though I didn't really have time, reshot everything because I, I was like, well, I could maybe do voiceover work on top of it, but I'd have to match it up to my lips and is it going to look weird? So honestly, I went back, shot everything, made sure the audio is working that time, which I now always double check to make sure that it's working. <laughs> but I have been working for like 12 videos up until then. Um, so yeah, I, I reshot everything. And that was hard too, was being like, no, I want the quality to be good for these last few videos. So I have to, you know, go back, um, make the trek back in and, and really create a couple of great last few videos for the holiday countdown. So a lot of challenges that challenge myself and I've got a slew of new video editing skills now. Um, so, and even with the, the recent one on that I posted for Valentine's day, I learned a new trick. I watched a tutorial of how to put, you know, two of myself together so that I could clone myself. I thought that was really cool. Um, and something new that I learned. It was cool. It was fun. Again, got the, got my attention. Right. Um, and those are some great takeaways. I appreciate your, you know, your transparency with how things didn't always go right. Cause I think we're, we've all been there and, uh, you know, tech technical difficulties, even in the tech world are just kind of par for the course, I think. Um, but you stuck with it and, and those are some, some great takeaways. I think my biggest takeaways are that you can be spontaneous. You can learn this stuff. It will take a little bit of grit and determination because you're going to hit little roadblocks and bumps along the way. But in the end, it's totally worth it because you're getting the engagement that you're looking for. And most importantly, you're connecting with people in a human way, um, in a way they're not used to probably interacting with the NetApp brand or the brands in our world. Yeah, exactly. Good takeaways and if somebody's thinking about, you know, hopping into the social world, I think just do it. And you kind of work out those kinks along the way. And you kind of figure out, you know, how to go through that process. And there is going to be a cool aspect of just not having everything together. There's perfection and imperfection, I think. So um, that that's what makes some of these videos so viral, you know, on, on any of the websites is just the, the raw aspect of them, and how spontaneous they are, like we've talked about before. So um, I agree. Yeah. So what else do you have planned for this year? We're a few months away from another holiday countdown, but what's coming up soon? Or is it, is it top secret? Uh, kind of top secret. I have a lot of ideas that 
what are still going to challenge myself. I have a couple different ideas of things that I've written down. Actually, I have three big ideas. I can't really share right now them because I want to make sure that if I'm going to, I'm going to make them happen, right? So if I, if I share them, then I have to make sure I make them happen. And sometimes I figure out I can or can't make a certain uh, idea that I have in my head come to life the way I want. So I'll, I'll kind of pivot. So right now, just know that there's more to come, more fun videos and um, engaging the partners, um, kind of taking a couple different styles of things that I've been doing and just creating new different uh, series for summer, for fall, different ones like that, and some different fun theme series too. So hopefully I have time to make them all happen, but you'll definitely be the first to know and when I posted. So I'll let you know too about those, but more to come. Awesome. Well, my curiosity is peaked and I'm sure I'll just see them in my feed too. Um, cause they reach me almost every time. I think, um, uh, I mean, I wasn't aware that you missed a couple days or anything like that in my mind, you know, you had been doing the holiday countdown 30 days straight. And, uh, it's, it's interesting hearing your perspective versus what I saw. It's really cool to catch up on. But speaking of, you know, going with the flow and adapting to things, uh, you know, on the first two episodes of this podcast, we had our, our guests play some tap to flap and they had, didn't get any practice time. So it was really tough for them. I gave you just a smidge of practice time. Are you ready to put a minute on the clock and see what we can get for your high score? Let's go. Let's go. I'm very competitive. You get, you did give me a practice round, so I probably have an advantage. However, my results when I tested out were across the board. So, um, let me pull it up and yeah, here, I'll drop it in the chat for us here. And if you can share your screen, uh, uh, as a reminder, we're going to set the clock for one minute and let Caroline play tap to flap. It will automatically record her high score so she can just keep playing and try to get get the highest score she can in a minute. If she happens to be flapping at the end of the minute, I'm going to let her go and the timer's going to keep, you know, keep going until she hits a pipe. So, uh, when you're ready, Caroline, uh, share your screen and we'll, we will go from there. Here we go. There we go. There. I got it. We're live. So we see our little flapping eyeball there for enterprise eyeballs. If you happen to play tap to flap with Incentive Pilot, we can make this look however you want, whatever is aligned with your brand or would be fun for your uh, partners or reps. But Caroline, when you're ready, you start flapping and I'll start the timer. All right, let's do it, Andrew. Okay. That's the first (laughs) life. It's all right. Keep at it. It only can go up from here. Yeah. Oh, she's on the board. Ooh, okay. This is, oh, that, that was, was a good run. That was the most I've ever done. I was actually very impressed with that one myself. You got about 30 seconds to see if you can top it. Ooh. Another try, another try. Oh, Six yeah. is pretty good. I don't know, Andrew. I think you can do it. Each pipe is about a a second. So if you get on a good run, you can actually get quite a bit in in a minute. Okay. All right, 10 seconds. One more try. There she goes. Seven. seven? And that is the end of the minute. Perfect. So, Caroline, you are at the top of the scoreboard. 
with an advantage of previous practice, but future guests will get that previous practice too. So we'll see how long you last at, at uh, with seven flaps on the board. Thanks for playing. I like it. And uh, now you got the link so you can get as addicted as everybody on our team. I appreciate that. Thank you. And hopefully I say at the top of the leaderboard, I think seven's pretty strong, pretty strong showing. Seven's pretty strong. It's pretty strong. So thank you so much for coming on the show today. If people want to connect with you, learn more about, you know, how they can make content or more about, you know, NetApp or just want to get in touch with you, what's the best way to find you? Sure. Um, best way is definitely going to be LinkedIn, uh, always on there. So shoot me a message, connect on in mail or whichever you can always comment on something if you don't have in mail credits and, uh, let's connect. Um, I've connected with a couple of different people through that way. So definitely best way to do that. And I love connecting with folks. So anybody reach out to me and I'm happy to chat and, and meet with you. So thanks so much for having me as well, Andrew on the, on the show. This was fun. My pleasure, our pleasure. As always, this podcast is brought to you by Incentive Pilot, where we do high engagement incentive programs and add gamification to enablement with some pretty incredible results. So we'll see you next time. Thanks for joining us. 